Hola, mi gente. My name is Jessica Yanez, and I want you to join me for some wine and chisme. The Wine and Chisme podcast was created to amplify voices across communities of color, all while drinking a glass of wine. From wine talk, interviews, and recaps of all things pop culture, join me every Wednesday for the chisme. Please make sure to check out the Wine and Chisme podcast and other amazing podcasts as part of the Latina Podcasters Network. Amiga, welcome to season six of the Fearless Mujer podcast. Yeah, girl, I've been here for a minute. I'm Micaela, author, speaker, Latina life and podcast coach, and the founder of Fearless Mujer. Girl, for many years, life knocked me down so much that I feared I would never be the woman I was meant to be. But as God's daughter, I know that I'm not meant to live in fear. So when I speak about being fearless, I'm not talking about not being afraid. I'm talking about fearing less on this beautiful life journey that can sometimes feel messy. But the most valuable thing I've learned on my life journey is that sometimes your setback is a stepping stone to something greater. Because sometimes what is meant to destroy you becomes what prepares you to lead and empower those around you. And girl, I'm a living testimony. You can read part of my story in my book, Dear Fearless Mujer, You Were Created For More. So Mujer, come join me for real, raw, and honest conversations with authentic women who will lift you up, encourage you, and will keep it real with you because we don't sugarcoat anything over here. Girl, this isn't your ordinary podcast. The Fearless Mujer is a sisterhood, and you have a seat at this table. So amiga, grab your cafecito and come be part of conversations that truly matter. Together, we are unstoppable. Hey, girl, welcome to a new episode of the Fearless Mujer Podcast. This is Micaela. Thank you for joining me and tuning in for another cup of virtual cafecito. Hey, listen, I want to say thank you to each mujer who made it out on Zoom, <laughs> made it out virtually to our Friendsgiving cafecito and amigas gathering. I want to say thank you. I know we are all very busy. And to take time out of your busy day and evening to jump on a community uh, chat, hangout, it is. it says a lot, right? You're being intentional and it says a lot about the desire for community, but also that you value it. So I want to say thank you to everyone who jumped on on November 16th. It was really such a beautiful time. I never record those because I always feel that, you know, it's kind of like a Vegas thing. What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, but it's really just such a special time, right? And I've said this before. I'm not one of those people that uh, likes to post everything. Maybe it seems that I do on social, right? But I'm really not one of those people that likes to be like, oh, look what I did type of person. Um, and it's not that I have false humility. It's just that I think there's things that should really be cherished, right? I think there's things that should really be appreciated and savored in the moment. And, you know, I, I mean, I was born in the 80s. I grew up in the 90s. We had no internet, right? So I don't come from a culture where it's everything's post this, post that, right? So I still appreciate those moments of 
intimacy, right? And so for that reason, I don't record. I might take a picture. I might do a quick little reel about cafecito night. I might do a recap, something like that. But I really value privacy. (laughs) So listen, I just want to say thank you. Thank you too. Even if you signed up and you couldn't make it for whatever reason, girl, I get it. It's all good. But just thank you because listen, there's something so beautiful about just being in community. There's something so beautiful about saying, hey, girl, like I am here to lift you up or hey, girl, I've been going through this. It's really such an amazing thing. And I appreciate each of you for tuning in, for sharing when you tag me, uh, for posting a review. If you have not, if you have not left a review for the podcast, please go do that on Apple Podcasts. On Spotify now, I think you can even comment. So if you don't have an iPhone, totally fine, right? But listen, so I was doing a giveaway for the last Cafecito and Amigas. So I just want to say congratulations to Julie, the financer. That is her Instagram handle. I'm giving her a shout out right now. Um, She just won a gift card, Cafecito gift card. So, hey, Julie, if you're listening, of course, I'm going to tag you on IG. But thank you for jumping in. I want to share something, though, that Julie said. She she said she just felt like a girl, right? The night of Cafecito night. And I thought that was such a beautiful thing um, because as a busy mujer, girl, seriously, we're so busy. We're trying to, you know, uh, wear our different hats to just be me. Like, I say this often, like, I just want to be Micaela sometimes. I don't want to be the podcaster. I don't want to be the coach. I don't want to be the mom. I just want to be me. If I could just sit down, watch a movie, chill, not think about nothing, I just want to be me, right? I'm constantly thinking. I'm an overthinker. If I could be around a person who I don't have to think about everything with, it is such a beautiful thing. So, Hey, Julie, girl, congratulations. Um, I will tag you. And again, thank you. By the way, I'm just throwing it out there now. We will have an in-person gathering next month in December. It's going to happen in Fort Worth. So I will give you all the link next week. And follow me on Instagram at the Fearless Mohead Podcast so you can stay up to date with that. And it's, I will Zoom you all in as well, but um, it is in person. So I am super excited for that. Um, we did have the Rise, Grow, Rise gathering back in July. Haven't done anything in person since then. So I'm really looking forward to this. I really believe that there's something beautiful again about women gathering to lift each other up. All right, girl. So I had been doing the Girl Me Vale podcast series. Um, Today, I'm going to kind of recap, touch a little bit on it, but I really want to focus on uh, being thankful and being kind to others during the holiday season, right? It is almost Thanksgiving. If you're listening to this when this airs, tomorrow is Thanksgiving. You may be listening to this on Thanksgiving as you're cooking and doing your thing. But listen, I want to share this that I saw a church posted this and I really thought 
well, it spoke to me. And I really thought that a lot of you could relate to this, especially when we don't come from ideal families, right? Or we've gone through a lot of stuff, a lot of heartbreak, a lot of pain. This really touched me. I'm going to give credit to who posted it. It was Anchor of Life Assembly of God Church. Okay, it says, you're going to come in contact with an awful lot of people who are at their absolute breaking point this week. Friends, family, co-workers, teachers, strangers in the grocery store, retail workers. While it may be the merriest time of the year for some, it may be the saddest, most stressful, loneliest, most heartbreaking for others. We're all busy, but we're not too busy to be kind, caring, and patient. Remember the best thing you can give someone this season is love. Let me tell you why this spoke to me. And maybe you heard that and you're like, wow, that's, I can relate. Listen, for the past couple of years, this is what I posted on my personal page. For the past couple of years, I was depressed during the holidays. As soon as November kicked in, I was just not looking forward to it. And it was such a triggering time for me. Now, I don't want to go into detail, right? Some of you may know who I've had conversations with. But when you've endured much heartbreak, when you've endured a lot of dysfunction, it's not something that you look forward to. And I hate to say that. It's sad, but it's true. It's not something you look forward to when you've endured much heartbreak, uh, maybe family trauma. All of those things are real. And while we want to post our highlights and our beautiful pictures and our holiday outfits and our turkey and our stuffing, whatever it is, or your tamales, I don't know, girl, some people are really going through it during the holidays. And it may not even be due to a financial circumstance. So why I'm sharing this is because it's almost Thanksgiving. We're in the holiday season, right? Girl, we don't know. What the mujer next to us is going through. We don't know what that person at the coffee shop who's making our latte is going through. We do not know. And I can relate to the thing to to the holidays, to the Thanksgiving, <laughs> to the holidays, just not being a time for me that I wanted to celebrate. I didn't want to be around people. I didn't want to talk to anyone. Now, I think I have a valid reason why it was just such a hard time for me. And I think the more people tried to make me do something on the holidays, the more people tried to, you know, want me around on the holidays, the more I didn't want it. But here's the thing, you know, they say that isolation is bad, but I want you to understand that for some isolation is healing. It is the way we heal. It is when we're isolated. Here's the thing. I know people talk about how bad isolation is, but isolation can also be good. Okay. I'm not telling you to go isolate yourself. Okay. Especially if you are, um, you know, depressed. I know it's hard, right? This is like an oxymoron. It's hard because you're depressed. You don't want to be around people. But here's what I used to do. Used to kind of help me. I would force myself to get out. So I didn't want to talk to people that I knew, okay, but I would go to Target. I would talk to the cashier. I needed, I still needed that um, 
you know, human contact, human connection, right? So you got to find ways to cope, right? When you're depressed. And it's, that's such a sensitive topic on its own. There's no right or wrong way to walk through that journey. And that's the thing is that people will tell you, well, you should do this and you should do that. And let me tell you, as someone who was depressed for many years since I was a child, and I remember one of the churches I used to attend, I shall not name the the name of this church, okay? But they would tell me, girl, you got to pray more. You got to do this more. You got to get in your word more. You got to listen to this kind of, you know, worship music or whatever it was. Here's the thing. I was doing all of those things. I was reading my word. Okay. I was praying all the time because when you are depressed and you're in a really dark place, you get very desperate. And my in my desperation, I got on my knees all the time. And I would tell God, like, why? Why can't I just be normal? Why can't I just get up and be happy? Now, my depression was due to unforgiveness. It was also due to my environment. It was due to things that had not been healed inside of me. I didn't understand that, right? So I get it. Depression is such a sensitive thing. I'm sharing that to say, like, this is real, you guys, right? Especially as women, we're so good at fixing our hair, doing our face, buying a cute outfit, shoes, whatever, right? And we're so good at just appearing that we're good and sometimes we're not. So I want to just remind you this holiday season, it's Thanksgiving almost, if you celebrate it or not, right? It's still a moment of gratitude, of being thankful. I just want to remind you to be kind, be kind and be patient. If you know someone like that, be patient with them. Don't pry into why. If they want to stay home, just leave them. I know one year I didn't want to be around people, but I wanted to have a nice dinner. Um, I was still married at the time. And I was like, hey, let's let's just go to this restaurant over here. They got stuffing over there. They got turkey and gravy. Because I still wanted to give my kids a dinner. And, you know, one of the things about being in those situations where you don't have the family you wish you had, you have a lot of dysfunction, a lot of hurt, a lot of trauma. It's hard when you're a mom and you have kids and you wish you could have a better family or, you know, more money or whatever the case may be, right? And you just got to make the best of it at the end of it all, right? So why am I sharing this is because maybe you're that person. Maybe this is you. Maybe you're the one who has been going through this every year. And maybe you haven't told anyone. Maybe you feel bad about it. I want you to know that, girl, there's nothing wrong with you. Okay, going through this makes you feel like, what's wrong with me, right? There's nothing wrong with you. This is real stuff that we go through that we don't always want to talk about. It's not pretty. And I'm not here to talk about the pretty. Look, I like to kick it and have fun. I like to, if you know me, know me. Okay, let me just say this. If you know me, know me, you know that I'm very goofy, super goofy. Um, my daughter sometimes tells me, 
that I act like a teenager. I disagree. Okay. <laughs> I highly disagree with her. But sometimes I'm like, yeah, I have this um this side of me that gets real goofy and acts very youthful and silly. And I'm gonna tell you why. Part of it is because I grew up very fast. I wasn't a normal kid, you guys. I grew up very fast and I didn't really have a normal childhood. I had a lot of adult responsibilities. And also, I think part of it is because at some point in my walk with God, he gave me some of my innocence back that was taken away. So I embraced that side of myself because I was in relationships with, you know, other people that made me feel bad for that or people that made me feel immature for being that way. But guess what? I learned to love that about myself. When it's time to be serious and professional, I got it. But when I can take my hat off, my hats off and be me, and if I'm, I feel safe with you, you're going to see that side of me. And I know it's not everyone's cup of tea and it's okay with me because I had to learn to love who I am. And let me tell you something. I don't want to get emotional. This year was hard for me. If you personally know me, you know this year was hard from the beginning of the year. Actually, from around this time last year, not last year, hold on. Yes, last year, 2022. From around this time last year, man, stuff got real. But I have a way of distracting myself and detaching, right? It's just the way I learned to cope as a child. But the beginning of this year, man, this whole year has kicked me in the butt. And at this point, I'm just like, hey, I just want to laugh. I just want peace. Where's the food? Where's the coffee? I just said this to my girl Monica the other day. I was like, man, I'm just writing the, the rest of this year. Where's tacos? Where's the, where's the coffee? You know, where's the peace? Where's the laughter? Where's that at? That's what I want right now. Where's the happiness? I'm not worried about no drama, nothing else. I don't need it. I don't need it. I value my privacy. So there's things that I do not share. But for those of you that know me personally, you know, this year was hard. It was so hard. So I am thankful for the moments when I can laugh. I am thankful for the moments when I can just be myself. And because I went through so much pain this year, I deserve to laugh. I deserve to be around people that want to be around me. Why am I sharing this with you? Let me tell you something. I was going to record something totally different. But as I wrote in my notebook and as I sat here in front of my computer, in front of the mic, something was telling me that I needed to speak to that mujer who is not feeling like herself, who feels bad because she gets invited to things and she doesn't go. Girl, there's nothing wrong with you. Okay, you got to heal and healing sucks. Let's be real, guys, I'm getting very vulnerable, which makes me uncomfortable. 
which is weird because <laughs> everything that's, you know, fearless mujer is vulnerability. Everything that I started podcasting, it all started by being vulnerable. And that's just where God called me, right? But even though I'm vulnerable and transparent, I also value my privacy, right? But I want to share this with you because there's nothing wrong with you. If this is your moment of, I just want to watch a movie at home in my sweatpants with my chongo, right? With my yoga pants, even though I don't do yoga, right? (laughs) I just want to watch Christmas movies or whatever it is, Lifetime, whatever the case may be. I just want to chill. I don't want to be around people. Girl, if that's what's going to help you heal, go for it. Because sometimes we need that. Sometimes it's soothing to our soul. And sometimes we just need that. Now, if you're really struggling with your mental health, I always suggest therapy because there's something awesome about just talking to someone, right? Sometimes it's just really nice to talk to a neutral person. But all that to say this, if this is you, girl, be patient with yourself. Understand that there's nothing wrong with you. Understand that you're not alone. This is why community is important, whatever community, right? Maybe you are a a person of faith, but you're not really liking the whole church culture. Hey, find a community where maybe they're not throwing their beliefs. I kind of believe, at least from what I've heard and what I see, you know, I do share my faith out loud. I'll never be ashamed of my love for God, right? I was freed from suicide. So my faith is important to me. My faith is what has kept me going. And for me, it's important to share my faith, but I don't want to do it in a way where I'm, you know, throwing my beliefs or shoving my beliefs down someone's throat. That's not me. I'm not a judgmental person. I'm not that way. Um, I just like people to know that, hey, girl, God does love you and you're not alone. So, you know, Fearless Mujer Community, Cafecito and Amigas, it's, it's always about lifting you up. You need prayer. We pray for you, whatever you need. Um, it's really just a conversation hanging out with your amigas. <laughs> That's really what it is. A virtual coffee table. Nothing more, nothing less, right? Nothing fancy. Um, But seek those communities out. Maybe you could start a community. So I'm sharing this because in in your moment of being sad, in your moment of not wanting to be around people, there's still productive things that you can do where you don't necessarily have to be around people, but you can do something that will still soothe your soul while also helping others. And honestly, that's been my whole healing journey, right? Getting on a mic when I'm still hurting, but it started helping other women. And as I helped other women, man, I started healing, right? I wrote a book. I mean, I've done things that I really never thought I would do, right? I was in my head, I was always a little Mexican girl from the hood. (laughs) I mean, we we can think those things about ourselves, right? I'm just this, I'm just that. But girl, there's so much more in you. So I want to encourage you today to be patient with yourself and also be open. 
be open and really see that people do love and care for you. Because just going back to my years of not wanting to be around anyone, getting triggered in the holidays, um, it wasn't until last year, it was two people, two people that I really love who started to invite me. Hey, come over here, come over here. And man, I didn't want to do it, right? I didn't want to do it. But at the same time, I just felt that I owed it to myself to do it. So it's kind of complicated, right? And I'm glad I did it because it got me out of my comfort zone. It helped me see, man, there's still so much beyond the pain that I've endured, right? That's, that's the thing is that, girl, there's still so much beyond the pain that you've endured. So yes, we can continue to heal, but also take those baby steps to get out of our comfort zone, right? Make our own traditions. Let me tell you, life will flip you upside down. Your world could like totally change overnight. Everything you knew as it was could change overnight. And this is for different reasons. And then you're kind of left empty, like, dang, what happened? But this is not how it was supposed to be. But guess what, girl? In your moments of healing, in your moments where you are maybe holding on to what was, what if this is your opportunity to start? something new to start over start a new tradition do something different think about that right sometimes we feel bad because we're holding on to what it was like or what it could have been like or what we thought it was like in our head but now you have a new opportunity for newness for doing things in a new way and that can be beautiful right And it just, it reminds me of this verse that I'm going to share with you. It's Isaiah 43, 19. And it says, see, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. I love that verse because it reminds me of like God doing a new thing. Like something is, it's like when something dies, I grew up in Chicago, right? We have winter, things die over there, flowers and plants. But in springtime, you start to see things blooming, growing. See, nothing is wasted with God, not even your pain. And maybe you're like, I haven't been doing everything right. Girl, it's part of the journey. It's part of your story. So instead of overthinking and feeling bad and condemning yourself, which that's not good, condemnation, instead of condemning yourself, just understand that it's part of your story. So listen, amiga, I'm going to just quickly recap the Girl Me Vale podcast series. We talked about embracing who you are and not apologizing for where you're at in your season, for who you are, right? Embracing the woman that you really, truly are. Who are you? 
Who are you in this season? Who do you want to be? Where do you want to go? Right? I talked about it's the series wasn't about not caring. The series wasn't about um being a jerk, right? I kept saying that. The series was about being yourself unapologetically, not apologizing, being bold, understanding that, man, if you've gone through some things, you're gritty, you're resilient. And, you know, part three was about who cares what they know about you. Oftentimes we pause, we stop the things we want to do because we're like, oh, what are they going to say? What are they going to think if I do this? They knew me in high school. They knew me way back when. They know my baby daddy. Girl, seriously. We can't be worried about who they think we are. Who are you? Who does God say that you are? Who cares who they think that you are? No one has authority to share your story except you because you're the expert of your life. You're the expert of your story. No one's walked in your shoes. And if people think they know something about you, which people always think they do, it's all good, girl. It's all good. Listen, my friend Mariana made an episode, Haters to Motivators. I guess someone was talking about her podcast and stuff. You know, it takes a lot of guts to write a book, start a podcast. It takes guts, okay? You got to be gritty if you're going to do that. You got to be courageous and fearless. So listen, girl, who cares? I'm going to say it right now. If you're in that season where I don't, you don't want to be around people, who cares what they're going to say? Maybe you don't want to go to your family's usual traditional thing. Maybe you want to start something new or go do something with your own family. I don't know. Who cares what they're going to think? Now, I don't want to start any family drama. I'm just saying. <laughs> but anyway, amiga, listen, I love you. Go check out the Girl Me Vale podcast series. It was three episodes. I'm going to wrap that series up because uh, I got something special planned for the rest of the year. I'm hoping to. Um, well, I don't want to give it away, but I'm hoping to just do something a little bit different. But Amiga, I love you. I really hope that you have an amazing Thanksgiving and an amazing weekend. I pray that you would just be blessed. Okay. If you've endured pain this year, like I have in heartbreak, I pray that you would look at it as something new, something better is coming. God is doing something different in this season. I love you, amiga. Tag me on Instagram at the Fearless Mujer Podcast. Share this episode with your amigas. And girl, I love you. I truly mean that. I hope to see you at the in-person gathering. I'll let you know next week uh, the link to RSVP for that. But other than that, girl, have an amazing Thanksgiving. God bless you. Amiga, you ever repeated something to yourself over and over? It's like this invisible label that constantly reminded you, maybe that you weren't good enough. Did you know that we carry labels? It's something I wrote about in my book, Dear Fearless Mujer, You Were Created For More. There are labels that we carry that stop us from reaching our full potential. Some of my labels were, you always mess everything up. You're a failure. No one loves you. No one wants to be with you. Everyone else is smarter than you. And these labels cause me to compare myself. You see, 
These labels can go so deep into the innermost part of who we are. That's why it's crucial to identify these labels so you can begin to remove them one by one. Because here's the truth. Labels that we carry can cause us to hate ourselves. Your labels can cause you to never fully see yourself as the beautiful creation that you are. These labels can destroy who you're meant to be. And I'm not here to scare you. I'm here to help you expose these labels that are actually lies. And I want you to know that you can remove these labels, but you have to be willing to do this. Here's some truth for you. The things that you speak over yourself and believe about yourself are often rooted in your heart and in your mind. And sometimes it's because someone spoke them over you and now you've continued speaking them over yourself because now you've conditioned yourself to do that. You've learned to view yourself this way, believing these things about yourself. And when you're carrying these invisible labels, you'll never experience the freedom of discovering who you really are. Now, I took that paragraph from my book, but I want you to know that I'm so passionate about helping women, about helping you remove these negative labels, because I know that there's some shame attached to you speaking these things over yourself. But let me tell you, you can free yourself. You can absolutely free yourself from the labels that you've carried that possibly someone placed on you. Amiga, I want to invite you to five weeks of coaching, private coaching with me, because I believe that once you remove these labels and you expose them, you free yourself, you heal yourself, you step into a more healed version of who you were. And yes, it's five weeks, but let me tell you, it's five weeks of deep inner work, of making space for yourself, and of being intentional with yourself as who you are, of self-care, of self-love, of discovering who you are. So Amiga, I want to invite you to those five weeks to sit with me once a week for 60 minutes as we dive into understanding where these labels came from so that you can step into a new version, a more confident mujer, because you deserve to walk in freedom and walk in healing and confidence. So I invite you to send me a DM if you're ready to be intentional with who you are, if you're ready to level up and level up your confidence, send me a message. Okay, this comes with a scholarship. And let me tell you, you will not regret it. You can follow me on Instagram on the backup account at Fearless Muhead. You can DM me there. You can also DM me on the main account at the Fearless Muhead podcast. And you can also reach out to me at fearlessmuhead.com forward slash contact. Let me tell you, these will be the best five weeks of your life. You'll sit with me and you'll have focused attention so we can dive into this. I love you, Muhead. Don't miss out on these five weeks that will change your life. God bless you.